Here's a great way to listen to How to Do Everything, NPR One. It's an app for your phone, like Pandora, but for public radio stuff. It's full of news, podcasts, including How to Do Everything, which uh, we recommend because we host it. And if you don't listen to it, uh, we'll starve. Whenever you're ready, NPR One has something great just for you. We're talking to you, everyone. You can find it on your app store. That's NPR One, O-N-E, not W-O-N. Hey, Dan, what can we do for you? Well, um, we were having a conversation, and my, my, my 12-year-old son had asked, which is more accurate, um, using the 1-1000-2-1000 method or the 1-Mississippi-2-Mississippi two Mississippi method when counting down seconds? So your, uh, your son that, that first had this, the question, he's there with you? He is. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Owen. Hey, Owen. How are you? Good. How about you? Pretty good. So, what method do you do you generally choose when you're trying to count out seconds? I choose one one thousand, but most of my friends usually like do one Mississippi. Okay. Ah. And was there a specific reason you thought of this question? No, I think one of the teachers at school the day had like counted something. Oh. I was wondering which was more accurate. And what did what did the teacher use? I think they used Mississippi. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's a teacher, so you got to kind of go with the teacher, right? Yeah. Is the teacher, by any chance, from Mississippi? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. All right, Ellen, we're going we're gonna to get into this, see what we can find out. Okay. So we should test this. We should see which of these counting methods is closer to an actual second. And probably the people that are best at this are people from Mississippi. It would stand to reason. All right, so the first call we're going to make here is to the Little Dewey. It's a barbecue restaurant. Hello? Hello, is this Mac? This is Mac. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, sir. Uh, my name is Ian, and I'm here with Mike. Hey there, Mac. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ian. How are y'all? Pretty good. Huh? What's the scene down there at Little Dewey's? Serving barbecue, beautiful weather, been selling some crawfish, people enjoying it, got on the shorts. Oh. Just typical day in Mississippi when the weather's not. The, the place smells wonderful. Y'all can come get you a pulled pork sandwich or something. Oh, man. Uh, Don't come get on, me started. Mac. <laughs> so uh, we, we've got a question we're hoping you can help us with I can try my best Okay, so when, you know, when you're supposed to count out seconds Some people say 1 Mississippi, 2 Mississippi Yes so, Some people say 1 1,000, 2 1,000 Sure uh, what, you're, you're in Mississippi, what do you say? 1 Mississippi, 2 Mississippi You do? Well, if I have to, yeah Okay Well, uh Maybe, could we time you just to see how fast it counts you to count to 10? <laughs> sure. You want me to go one Mississippi, two Mississippi, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and get to 10? We, we will, yeah. And do we'll, you want me to do it as if I'm trying to count seconds or is this, or what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as if you're trying to count seconds and we'll, we'll time it here and we'll compare. And, and we'll compare. Yep. Gotcha. Ready, set, go. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. You know what? This is probably really hard to listen to. It's, it's just bad radio. Let's speed it up. All right, that was 12.27 seconds. Oh, there you go. You got better to be long and short. I, there you go. <laughs> I'd rather have too much than not enough, right? Yeah. Now, as, as uh, someone, are, are you from Mississippi? Born and raised right here in Starkville. Uh, 
as as someone from Mississippi, are you proud that you know the rest of the country uses your state to try and count up count off seconds? Well, sure. I mean, because at least we'll be number one in something, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, keep up the good work, Mac. All right, guys, enjoyed it. Y'all right. have a good one. Take care, Mac. Bye bye. Yes, sir. All right, uh, right now, uh, calling up Catherine Hayden. Hello, Catherine. Hi. So you, I understand, are from Hattiesburg, Mississippi? I am, born and raised. And I understand you ha- you were in the, is it the Little Miss Mississippi pageant? <laughs> uh, yes, my sister and I did beauty pageants growing up. So we were in Little Miss Mississippi. We did um, Summertime Sweetheart and Spring Beauty and... Wow. You know, it was the 80s, so that's what you did every weekend was do a beauty pageant. Well, it, I mean, it sounds like you are the perfect person to help represent Mississippi for a question we have. Okay. Which is a better way to count off seconds? Because a lot of people say one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Uh, what, yeah. What do you say as, as somebody from Mississippi? How do, I, how do I count the seconds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say one Mississippi, two Mississippi. All right. Three Mississippi, four. Well, all right, so we want to test this out. Are you willing to count to 10 using your preferred method? Okay. Okay, ready, set, go. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Four. Okay, we're going to help uh, Catherine out here. Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi, nine Mississippi, 10 Mississippi. That, that was great. That was uh, 12, 12.05. <laughs> My... My accent drags it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- for comparison's sake, can we have you um, do that again, but with the other method, the one one thousand two one thousand method, and we'll see how we do. See what it does. Yeah, sure. Okay, ready, set, go. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand, five one thousand, six one thousand, seven one thousand, eight one thousand, nine one thousand, ten one thousand. Oh, my gosh. What do you think, Catherine? You (laughs) just saved yourself two seconds. It's two seconds of your life you get back. (laughs) Two seconds of my life I get back. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's something that's more kind of fun, though, about Mississippi. About Mississippi? Yeah. It's fun to spell, too. (laughs) That's true. Um, Growing up, they taught the way that they... My mother taught me how to spell it was capital M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback, I. (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Catherine, thank you so much for helping us out. Yeah, sure, no problem. All right, we're going to do one more. Uh, this is Tracy Woods. Hello, Tracy. Hello, Mike. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm terrific. Ian is here, too. Hello. What are y'all up to? Um, I, I guess if you can just tell us where, where you're from. I am from Madison, Mississippi, and I have been working with John D. Williams Cotillions, which is a company out of Denver that has been working with social etiquette for 66 years. Well, you know how when uh, you're counting out seconds, people sometimes say one Mississippi, two Mississippi, or one one thousand, two one thousand? Mm-hmm. A- as someone from Mississippi, what do you say? When I'm counting out seconds? Yes. One hippopotamus, two hippopotamus. Get out. Really? Truly? Well, it just depends which game you're playing. I like hippopotamus. Now, is that something, is that your thing or? No, I actually just heard that is the technical time for the exact amount of time for one second, not Mississippi. Really? 
Okay. Just heard that this week. Y'all yeah. cutting edge information here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy, all right, can we test it out then? Would you mind if we uh, timed you counting to 10 using that method? <laughs> I'll give it a try. Okay, whenever you're ready, and I'll, I'll start the clock when you, when you say one. One hippopotamus, two hippopotamus, three hippopotamus, ten hippopotamus. That was 14 seconds. Whoa. All right, let's do Mississippi. Okay. I was trying to slow down because I talk fast. All right, y'all, tell me if you're ready. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi, nine Mississippi, ten Mississippi. That was 7.6 seconds. Well, I'll talk fast. Well, Tracy, thanks so much for your help. All right, well, what? Are y'all gonna, what are y'all going to edit? Y'all don't have anything in, good enough in here to put on a podcast. Sure we do. We, yeah. got, we just learned about hippopotamus. We didn't know about that. Okay. This was so much fun, yeah. All right, well, y'all need to call the Denver office They and ask them. You would have so much fun talking to some of those instructors about the questions they're asked. When you sit at a table with, and everybody's nervous and you sit down and you're at a round table and there are eight people, how do you know which drink glass is yours? And, oh. All right, guys, how do you know? Uh, oh. And how do you know where your bread plate is? Oh, I guess I don't. Are you stumped? All right, you ready? Yes. Right, put your hands with your left hand. Put your thumb, put your index fingers up. Make a B with your left hand and a D with your right hand. Y'all okay. good? You see the yeah. B and the D? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got the B is for your bread plate <gasps> and your D oh. is for your drink. Oh, that's, that's great. Wonderful. But, oh, well, well, could I help y'all? I don't think I've helped you with anything. What? Are, are you kidding? You've already we, given us three things we didn't know before. What's that? The B, the D, and the hippopotamus. There you go. So now the part of our show where we like to thank our sponsors. Today's episode is made possible by Weebly. You don't have to be a web designer or no code to create a fantastic website with Weebly, created for people with the courage to start their own business and the dream to be their own boss. Choose from professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes, then simply drag and drop to quickly build and publish your site and update your site on any device. Get started for free at weebly.com slash everything. That's w-e-e-b-l-y dot com slash everything. We have another sponsor. Slendertone. Slendertone, which offers the Slendertone Connect Abs, a virtual abdominal muscle toner. The Slendertone Connect Abs is designed to offer better compression and supplement your regular fitness routines. You can create your own profile to set goals and monitor daily progress in real time. How to Do Everything listeners can now receive 20% off all abdominal toners at checkout. Just go to slendertone.com and use the promo code abs last week i was watching the super tuesday returns and i was looking at the new york times website and they had this great chart which was kind of showing which candidate was winning in which state and um they had the traditional red and blue for you know the top republican and top democrat but there are so many candidates and so they had to use different colors for everybody so they like gave marco rubio purple 
And I was wondering how they chose which candidate got what color. On the line with us now is Wilson Andrews. He's a graphics editor at the New York Times. So, Wilson, how did the conversation about who got what color start? So when we came to this year's primaries and we started looking at the field and we realized, oh, my God, there's like 15 people that we're going to have to make colors for. So if you know anything about, you know, reading maps or looking at charts and differentiating color, the eye kind of runs out of the ability to see contrast between colors after four or five colors, which is not nearly enough for the field that we had. And, you know, from there, we kind of had to think, you know, who's going to actually, who has a chance? And so we started there, uh, sort of winning our colors down to the top candidates to be the best sort of combination of colors for them, and then sort of getting less and less agreeable, I guess you could say, as you go down further into the ones that weren't doing very well in the polls. I think it, I'm, do you think there's something telling about the fact that we had more candidates than, than the human eye could perceive in color? <laughs> Maybe there's some kind of uh, correlation between that color idea and the fact that there are innumerable choices and they all start to bleed into one in a way. Now, looking at, at some of these colors, I, I have to say that Ted Cruz is this kind of burnt mustard kind of color. Yeah. And Marco Rubio is uh, a nice, soothing, kind of luscious purple. <laughs> it, it may, it, looking at these, it makes me wonder if you guys had to talk about, you know, if you might be showing preference by having one candidate with a more pleasing color or, or a color with more meaning than another. Um, yes and no. Uh, so in the sense of like Ted Cruz having a burnt mustard and Rubio having a luscious purple, as you said, uh, I think that's all in the eye of the beholder. I actually really love the yellow color. That says nothing about what I think of Ted Cruz, but I think it goes really well with the purple and the red in a sort of spectrum of colors that you'd want to see on a map that, you know, have contrast and look nice together and and sort of are in the same saturation zone. Um, All these types of different considerations we have to give when we're picking these colors. Now, Bernie Sanders has a, a kind of green, which I think, you know, that's a color that often gets associated with uh, progressive, far left. Mm-hmm. Was that part of your consideration of choosing that for him? There, there are some sort of subtle, under-the-radar types of decisions like that, that it just kind of works out that way. So the reason that these colors kind of are in these groupings is we tried to make more uh, sort of cool colors, uh, for the Democrats and sort of warmer colors, uh, reds and oranges for the Republicans because of the association of blue is Democrat, red is Republican. Uh-huh. Um, and so in that way, we were we knew we would use a red for uh, a Republican frontrunner. We knew we'd use a blue for a Democrat frontrunner, but we also wanted to use colors that kind of emphasize those parties in the way that American people now know sort of intrinsically that Democrats are usually associated with blue on a map. And Republicans are red. So Wilson, when you I, when you guys are looking at 15, 17 candidates on the GOP side, what colors were you giving to people like George Pataki or Rick um, Santorum? So if you look back uh, in our coverage, uh, someone like Jim Gilmore, who was polling basically at zero, we gave him a very dull gray-brown color, <laughs> <laughs> which would basically look pretty terrible on the map. Um, it would, it would be contrasting, but it would look a lot like the color that we use for Tide counties 
Okay. So, yeah. so you know, we basically thought he won't win a county. It's pretty obvious. Um, and so we'd give him a color like that. Uh, Wait, so if he, but if he had like surged and become really, like if he'd become, if not a front runner, at least in the top three or four, would you stick with that gray-brown color or would you juice it a little bit for him? It depends. I think um, we, we sort of have that flexibility, uh, especially if it had happened before Iowa and we weren't really you know, tied down by any previous uh, color choices. Uh, I think we did tweak John Kasich's color because he ended up winning more counties in New Hampshire or actually their townships uh-huh. um, in, our, in our New Hampshire map. So we, we ended up taking him, I believe, from a brown color to a more of a teal blue uh, to try to give some more contrast between yeah. him and Rubio and Cruz and Trump, who all kind of have some brown in their color. And what, what color was Jeb Bush? Because he was, for a long time, he was the presumptive frontrunner, right? Yeah, so he was in early fall, I'd say. But by the time we were even starting to think about design these graphics, he had started to fall on the polls. So we ended up actually giving him a much darker red than Trump. It's kind of the, the color of like old dried blood from someone who had a wound a long time ago. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember all of these names so I can just use them in our in our color palette instead of <laughs> dark red, dried blood for Jeb. If you were voting, if you were picking a candidate strictly based on the color that uh, the New York Times had assigned to them, who would you be voting for? Hmm. I promise I won't edit that question to make it sound like I'm just asking <laughs> you who you're voting for. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I really like the color that we ended up with. For John Kasich, it's it's a sort of blue green that I find really pleasing, like an aquamar- aquamarine almost. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm a born and bred uh, UNC guy from North Carolina, and so Chris Christie has this sort of Carolina blue that I am fond of as well. So I think those two are my choices. Do you think that the gray brown that you uh, gave to Jim Gilmore? hurt his candidacy? <laughs> well, we actually didn't publish this page until we started getting results, which was as the Iowa caucuses were closing. So I would like to think not. But, you know, I'm not really superstitious about this kind of thing. I hope uh, we didn't hurt Jim's chances. Well, Wilson, this is fascinating. Thanks so much. Yeah, sure. that does it for this week's show. What we learned today, Mike? Well, I learned that there are many different ways to count seconds, including using animal names. Hippopotamus? That's one of them, yeah. Why don't we just say, when we, when we count seconds, why don't we just count saying one, one second, two, one second, three, one seconds? You know what? I feel like that's, that's as good as anything else, and it's on topic. I learned that, that in Mississippi, when you learn to spell Mississippi, you say crooked letter, crooked letter, humpback humpback i mean that's certainly a more fun way to spell things well like yeah you know if you remember you had one more thing to say in your note humpback crooked letter uh if you're gonna come could you please r crooked letter v humpback how to do everything is produced by nadia wilson with technical direction from lorna white our intern this week is nicole blackburn Kenny G, this is Nicole's part of the show. Thanks for all your hard work designing ads for art supplies, Nicole. Sorry about Kenny G. 
Our artist in residence is Justin Witte. You can get us your questions at howto at npr.org. And you can visit our website at howtodoeverything.org. Our phone number is 1-800-GAG-AXE-5, which recently when visiting my parents, I realized is the phone number they have for me on their refrigerator. If you have any questions, that's a great place to start. You can call us at 1-800-GAG-AXE-5. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Thanks. This podcast has finally reached its merciful end. Uh, But you don't have to stop listening to things. For example, check out NPR's new politics podcast. That's where NPR's political reporters talk to you like they talk to each other using profanity. I listen to this show probably every week it's put out. It's great if you like politics. They talk about behind-the-scenes stuff, stuff you can't hear on All Things Considered Morning Edition. Even if you don't like politics, uh, but you hate uh, just sitting in silence, it'll take care of you that way, too. You can listen and subscribe to the NPR Politics Podcast at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app.